I'm hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hello and welcome to The Cast Next Door, where we love your mother's cookies. This is Minute 43. I am your host, Darren, and with me today I have a returning host, host of Minutes 1 to 4, and Minutes 29 to 32, Spencer Seams. Hello there. And uh, a guest on Minutes 16 to 20, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, Gina Radcliffe. Hello. We start here with... The end of the previous minute, minute 42, uh, Claire has j- literally just left. We're in the school gym. The school gym where the um, uh, where Kevin's allergy to boxing was first discovered. <laughs> allergy to anxiety, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Noah has made a deal with Claire that they're just going to be friends, you know, because yeah. that's just what happens with, uh, you know, middle-aged English teachers and their extremely old students. Uh, and he's smiling. He's, he's 19. That's not extremely old. Well, for a student, I guess. I mean, over well, here we leave school at 18, so... I mean, he's 19 but looks 25 at least, so I think that covers... I think that counts. Uh, we, we, we start with him just smiling because he's happy and Claire has left and then he stops smiling. And uh, I feel like really they wanted to finish this with with um, with like a sting of it going dun dun dun. But they don't. <laughs> if he gr- uh, if he had had a mustache, he'd be twirling it at that point. So just a little t- a little tiny exploration of like this smile that he has, and I'll mm-hmm. I'll say that you know throughout the film, uh, Noah has when he first came in, you know, with his arm holding up the garage door, he's been quite friendly, mm-hmm. and that is the smile that I think you know we've seen throughout this film and. Here we see here, you know, the facade crack a little bit as he drops that smile, and he's just like whatever deal he's made with Claire to be friends. Clearly, that is not the deal that he wanted to be making. Now he's 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 already setting up that magic printer, just keeps uh, punching <laughs> out like thousands and thousands of pa- pictures of her naked. So he's already got that plan rolling in his mind. Yeah, it's it seems like he's he's sort of already planning his revenge before now. Obviously, uh, you know, when they had sex, uh, there were cameras set up or something. I, I mean. How That's disappointed something... would he have been? Would he have been if she had been like you know pretty cool with continuing to sleep with him? After that? I, mean, I think it would have been like, wait, wait, you're okay with this? I, I didn't have to go through all this trouble. I think I've discussed it with a few with, with a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, like his his end game is really unclear. That if Claire had just been fine with continuing like a secret relationship with her student. Uh, like what his end goal was, you know? Did he see himself being married to her a few years down the line? Like, but yeah, he but, but he went to a, a lot of like mm. a lot of backup to as if assuming that she wouldn't have been okay with it. So I'm just wondering, you know, what would have happened, you know, if she had been cool with it after all? It's like I, I don't know. It's funny. It's like he he did he have a plan B for if uh, you know she she'd been all right with it or you know she suddenly gotten real crazy and started pursuing him instead. Yeah, I, the, the uh-huh. here's the thing when when he presented the first edition of the Iliad, I, like I looked up you know 
obviously the first edition of the Iliad, a stupid thing. It's been discussed to death, but um, <laughs> there are hard copies of uh, translations of the Iliad that you can get. And some of them, like, the kind of, to get a really good edition, like, kind of the cheapest one is, like, two and a half thousand dollars. And to get a really good edition, it's, like, 25,000. So, mm. if he's got that kind of money to, like, pretend that he found this book at a <laughs> at a garage sale somewhere, I don't, maybe he's got that kind of money ready to, like, buy a ring, or, I don't, like, I don't know. I, Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Jack's got, like, your coffee can stuff with money, like, like you know, hidden around the house he's been lifting from. Maybe he inherited a bunch of money from his parents. Yeah, there, that's, life, that's possible. Yeah, life insurance. That's possible. You know, that would certainly, you know, explain the, the ability to have all sorts of, you know, expensive computer <laughs> equipment and, and, and cameras and stuff like that. I feel like he's been stalking her for a while. That's the only, only like, a reasonable explanation for this whole plan. Yeah, I mean, it would, ha- it would have to be. I mean, he would have to know what room her bedroom is in. And, and yeah, I mean, there, there has to be some, you know, maybe... Like, I don't know. But that makes... Yeah, that would have to be. Yeah, but that, that raised the question of why did he pick her and how long has he been playing this out for? So it kind of... It, it's just a rabbit hole to keep that's never-ending. Well, well, you know, he, he picked her he picked her because she was like Jennifer Lopez, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, true. And, um, I mean, that kind of brings us to the next... To the kind of bulk of this minute, uh, which is... Um, Kind of uh, the the fall fling exchange, I think, is is the best way to sum it up. Uh, we we cut, f- I mean, smash cut literally from Noah's smile dropping to the exterior of Callahan Hardware. We've been there before. Uh, yeah, and we see Kevin running. Yeah, he, he, he looks real. Yeah, he's remarkably recovered from his uh, his near death experience <laughs> in the gym. Which you're kind of like it seems like it's later that day. <laughs> it's like shouldn't he have gone to the emergency room or maybe you know napping at his no he's bolting to the hardware store i th- now here's the thing because like in this in this next scene what's going to happen is kevin's going to ask ali out and i feel like his his brush with death is the thing that motivates him to kind of just forget about like kind of how nervous he is around her and just ask her out like a like a yolo kind of thing <laughs> yeah that seems like, I mean, admittedly, he's a little too kind of, like, he runs to the hardware store. Uh, when he gets in there, you know, Ali's up on a ladder. And I think um, it's very rare that, that I mean, I think a, a shot that has been noticed in this film that Rob Cohen keeps going back to is kind of the pan down or the pan up. So he'll he'll mm-hmm. he'll be panning from under a table over to some food or he'll pan from some food down to the floor. Like he's 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 been very he's had a lot of movement going on, but this is the first time where we kind of get. I mean, I don't know how you I don't know how you two feel, but I think the fact that Ali's up on the ladder looking down on Kevin every every mm-hmm. t- we get this series of shots between Ali up on the ladder uh, uh, from Kevin's point of view, and then Kevin from Ali's point of view, and every mm-hmm. time we cut back to Kevin from Ali's point of view, he looks like a tiny little boy. Um, I mean, he looks twelve already, so yeah, yeah, helping out. Yeah, and she looks like twenty-seven. It's kind of creepy, right? And and he clearly doesn't realize. And you know, I guess sometimes this happens with you know how old is just to be fifteen year olds. He just does not get that she really is not into him and is just being nice to him. And you know, which makes the whole scene with 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 you know when Noah shows up, you know, just really. Probably a little more uncomfortable than than the the screenwriter intended it to make because it's just like the, 
it, I don't know. It, it's like she's just like you know, she really tries to hide the expression like, oh shit, here's this here's this asshole again in my store, you know. And you know, and maybe if there are other employees in the school in the store, you know, but there are never any other employees in there. It's always just her. Is she ever seen at school? She's at the dance, but I, I don't think you know, she's I think she's working so much she doesn't she's on some kind of like you know, work study program, you know, learning to be you know, learning to run a hardware Ooh. store. I, I feel that like the angle looking down on Kevin, he looks young anyway, and Ali clearly the actress playing Ali is older anyway so i think this these kind of angles just emphasize um like the the difference in their age of both the actors and the characters because i feel they're at least a couple of years apart but also uh, i feel like kevin's probably still in high school the actor (laughs) uh yeah probably yeah he looks so young he can't he can't be legal to vote yet yeah, he's 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 like one step away from having that thing where like he talks and his voice cracks and gets like really high for a second and comes back down. I mean, I, expect, the, I totally expect that to happen when he was asking her out. To me, this little bit here kind of looks is kind of like an echo of uh, J Lo and uh, Ryan Guzman, like a, an older woman, a younger boy, a younger boy who's extremely enthusiastic with an older <laughs> woman who's not as enthusiastic. I, I think and that it, might be unintentional, but but it's a, it's, uh, it's, it's a Rob Cohen movie. It's not it's, it's not that intelligent. Yeah, it's, it, that's an interesting observation, <laughs> and and it, and it makes sense, but I don't think it's intentional. I mean, I think the choice of the sh- the choice of shots where and the fact that Ali's up on the ladder kind of just emphasizes how out of his depth Kevin is. And they foreshadow the ladder because when he gets run to a store, there's a ladder out in front of the store is laying down and there was a ladder in the garage when noah first fixed the clutch uh, so it, it's the hardware store is all about ladders it's, it's a it's a reoccurring yeah. thing yeah so look let's explore a little bit of this exchange kind of like the the really weird dialogue and i'll give you kevin's dialogue from the beginning because it's so super weird uh like he runs in ali's like needs something and kevin is like yes I need four three-eighth hex head bolts, nuts and washers. I need an air filter for a 2012 Silverado uh, Z71. And I need you to go to a movie with me. And that is like... I, I mean, I understand he's just had a brush with death. But that is such a weird um, way to ask someone out. It's a very... Like, it's yeah. a very movie way of asking someone out. Where it's like you kind of like... You, know, you take them by surprise. And it's like, I don't think that ever actually works in real life it's like it's like okay i can do that and i can do that i'm not gonna do that you know i I, I half expected to go you want what you want what and what and him to go oh i need a i need an air filter for a 2012 salvarado she's like no no the other thing and he's like oh i need some three eight that's some button she's like no no no, the other thing that's what that's kind of that that's that's what that kind of like list set up is for isn't it is yeah it's it's meant for a a joke but this movie's stupid so there's no joke (laughs) well i think i think he's trying to be like charming and it's not working i think he's trying to be yeah he's trying to be bold and like his best friend slash possible crush noah by saying i need you but like it's kind of weird just telling her I need to go in a movie with me. Right. I mean, you know, they they don't show it, but you know Noah's like talking to him up about, well, here's what the broads really want to hear when you when you ask them out and don't be all shy and you know and, and you know cute. You just gotta be up front with what they want and you know, <laughs> give them a bunch of nonsense about, you know, you know, I need you to go out with me, which that doesn't really work. It's weird because actually she's the one who says need something. So she's the one who says need first and then he oh, kind of yeah. he kind of then just uses that word three times over 
kind of emphasize, which I don't know if uh, like I'm like I don't. I mean, I understand that that's kind of like uh, not neurolinguistic programming, but it's a sort of technique. It's like a you know a rhetorical technique where when people mm-hmm. say stuff, you repeat stuff back to them uh, using the same kind of language, and that kind of reinforces stuff. But it's just such a weird list. Do you think he is trying to sound manly too, or do you actually knew that stuff? Uh, I, d- I don't know actually, because you, you never you never see him or Noah like fix up the truck again. So it's like, was that just him trying to sound like his best friend Noah to her? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure that you know there could have been two ways this movie could have gone. It could have gone you know the way it did, or it could have gone some sort of like single white male thing where 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 you know kevin just really goes out of his way to imitate no one every way possible if that would have been a weird film if by the end kevin is walking around I, like i know now topless and oiled up and and fixing cars or I like or like at, as... at the end like when the you know they right before they escape the barn he like picks up something off the ground that belongs to noah and like puts it in his pocket and just kind of gives a knowing look and then the film just ends because <laughs> yeah, he's Noah yeah. now and he has the power <laughs> and such a yeah, the boy yeah, that, next door too he moves into another town <laughs> <laughs> that would be for, if they could get the actor who plays Kevin to like put some like weight on put some muscle on well that's not going to happen <laughs> we all know that so Ali brushes him off with I'm kind of busy with work and now that school started and at this point Behind Kevin, we get this. We get this. The angle back on Kevin, and behind him, we can see some shoes entering the picture. This is about halfway through the the, the minute, uh, and Kevin's like, "Okay, uh, I guess I'll see you around." And he's kind of resigned to the fact that whatever this strategy was for asking for a bunch <laughs> of random car parts and stuff like that, it hasn't worked. And he's also going to leave. He's also going to leave without the stuff he actually needs. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, th- it's it's funny because it, then this makes it at that moment you think, well, did, did he actually need that stuff, or was he just trying to come up with like a, a list of things that he could finish off with and go out with me, like as a punchline? Um, so, like, and, yeah. and then it goes back to Allie, and she suddenly gets terrified, <laughs> like she saw her piece of like stepdad. Right, 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 right. With yeah, the... this is we get a lot of acting now from Allie in this in this very brief second where she's seen someone. Uh, and then when we cut back to Kevin, we can see that it's Noah who doesn't interact with Kevin, despite the fact they're meant to be best friends. He doesn't bother, like, being his wingman in this situation or anything or encouraging him or putting a hand on his shoulder. He literally just I stands. Think he wants, I think he wants Kevin to, to do it on his own. Yeah, and Kevin doesn't yeah. notice the like look of terror that kind of comes into her eyes. Yeah, because he's like twelve years old and doesn't know how to act in social situations. And then Ali, all of a sudden, is like, uh, "But I don't have a date for the fall fling." And Ke- <laughs> that question mark at the end. I don't have a date? Question mark. <laughs> it's it's like when she saw Noah, she she just she suddenly remembered her lines. Right, right. He's standing like you, like he's standing behind Kevin, like mouthing, "I don't have a date to the fall fling," <laughs> or holding up a sign that has it written on it. And then Kevin Kevin just stops dead, and then he <laughs> says the most obvious thing in the entire film. After a, a like a really long pause, he waits a long time before going, "Uh, me neither." Now I got to be honest. Uh, I don't think Kevin, uh, to any dance that goes on throughout this, you know, throughout the social calendar of this high school, ever has a date to any of their dances. So, like, that's really a statement of the obvious. You know, he has no date. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, you know, 
Uh, and he says it would be great. And then we get this this really this kind of like um, kind of almost like a rom com exchange where people keep repeating the same word over and over again with pauses in between. And he's like really really great. And Ali's like great. And they're like yeah great. And then Kevin, without bothering to get the actual stuff that he listed earlier, just, <laughs> just walks out of the store going, I'll see you around. And Ali's like, okay, cool. And then that's the end of our minute. But, and he sees Noah and he's like, oh, you're here. That's fine. That's it, not weird. Yeah. He, I mean, he yeah. doesn't He doesn't really acknowledge him. He does, um, yeah, he just kind of walks right past him. It's like, he's like so like like dazzled by this girl agreeing to go to the dance with him that he just like walks out of the store and completely ignores his best friend. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I mean, that's kind of the minute. Well, I mean, in the next minute, you know, we, we get to see a little bit of Noah and uh, Ali kind of exchanging more looks. But this, like, this is a minute that seems to suggest, um, particularly as Spencer said from that frightened look that Ali gets when she spots Noah in the store, that there's some kind of, like, arrangement between Noah and Ali. Like, right, and, I mean, and that, pretty, and that bears, it's itself, it bears itself out, like, about... 10 or 15 minutes later in a kind of you know gross scene and it's like well and then you look back it's like well what why was she why was she scared then i mean you know was was the was the prospect of having to go to the dance with kevin that terrifying or you know i mean i feel like noah's probably that shitty of a guy it just either you know yeah but i mean was he threatening her or was he promising her well if you'll do this i'll have sex with you and and i i we talked about this on the on the bonus episode, it's like, is she kind of, she doesn't really look like, and I don't think most young women do, but she doesn't really look like someone who could be easily enticed by the, the idea of having sex with some guy. I mean, yeah, he's a good looking guy, but I mean, hmm. you know, is he that irresistible that, you know, well, you go out with this dork, you know, I'll sleep with you. I don't think teenage male, female relationships work like that. I mean, the other way maybe, but. Yeah, the other way I can see, but Noah. But again, I mean, like, what is she being a mastermind? Just doesn't. Yeah, I mean, what is she scared of? I mean, you know, the idea of having to go to the you know to the dance with you know a, a dork, but not a you know, <laughs> you know, he's not a serial killer. You know, I mean, to a dance for like two hours, or the idea of yeah, I don't. It's it's very you considering how it plays out. It's an odd reaction for her to have. Uh, yeah, and here's the thing as well. It kind of speaks to the. Um, I mean, this is probably just a budgetary thing, but the kind of underpopulation of this film in that I think if the budget had been a bit bigger, Ali would have had a gaggle of friends who would have like... Oh, do you think she Do you think she would have been a mean girl? I think they would have poked fun at Kevin. They would have, but like, Kevin wouldn't have been like looked upon by them favorably. Her going out with and Kevin... And Kevin would still have no friends. <laughs> yeah. I, do you know, I've said this before. If your mother looks like Jennifer Lopez, you would have a ton of friends regardless of your personality so i think if the budget had been bigger there would have been a load of friends for kevin and this would not have been a problem but i think ali really she seems like a mean girl without her mean girl posse like that i think that is what they're trying to possibly but why don't she just tell them oh well you know you know yeah i have to do this but you know look at the hot guy i get to sleep with i mean you know you just i guess it's one of those things where it'd be like i i forget what the term was but when the the plot of a movie could be easily solved if people just explain to someone what was happening like like you know instead of he- oh you mean like like every sitcom right exactly like you know where we're you know there's a whole <clears> bunch <throat> of misunderstandings that could be easily have prevented if you just said to someone, well here's what's going on you know but for some elaborate reason i have to keep it a secret i think this kind of this minute has an air of a kind of she's all that about it like there seems to be like 
it seems to be like there's a, there's another movie going on where <laughs> Ali has made. So a... is Noah the Paul Walker? Uh, well, no, yeah, I guess actually, it, I for... guess he is. And uh, Kevin is. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, uh, what, whatever her name is, Rachel, Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think I think at, like it seems to suggest that Ali is the friend, the Freddie Prince Jr. in this situation, <laughs> and there's some kind of bet going on between her and Noah about having who was who's going to have sex with him first. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now, 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 what would now, what would happen if now, what, again, like thinking too far ahead. Now, what would have happened if uh, if Kevin had asked her out again? I mean, would it just be this whole like, you know, how long would this have, you know, prolonged this 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 deception? You know, I mean, it, it's unless he figured, unless Noah figured that just just getting her to agree to go to the dance would have been such a boost to Kevin's ego that you know nothing more would need to come about it. It's yeah, that's another thing. It's like, you know, where would this have gone if it had worked out? Here's the, here's the weirdest thing, it, which, it, you know, is what actually occurs in our minute, which is, what if Noah hadn't have walked into the store halfway through this conversation? And how does he know that this conversation is taking right, place in right, the right, store? Right. It's he like, just he, wanders he, in. Did he follow him to the store? Did he, I mean, it's just... There's a, there's a lot... He's sort of, like I said, he sort of has a supernatural ability to to, you know... Be, yeah, he has the power of to show up at the exact right time for every conversation. It, it's just it's very it's very odd. Yeah, I I, I mean we saw no, no, but we saw Kevin running to the store. So was Noah thirty seconds behind running behind him, slowly like, slowly driving behind him. <laughs> yeah, I it's 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 weird that he, he has Michael Myers walking his way there. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that he just kind of just walks into the the shot halfway through. It, it reminded me of It Follows, the way he introduced <laughs> <laughs> Oh Are my you, god, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe this is related to It Follows in some way. Jennifer Lopez has sex with a guy and he just all of a sudden starts showing up everywhere. That would explain why Noah and Kevin don't interact with each other in this scene. Because oh my god, Ali... I think we're on to something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ali has only seen It in the form of Noah. <laughs> And that is and she had sex uh, before, probably. Probably you know, she has. And that's it. why she. And that's why she's so scared. Oh my god! I think we. I think we <laughs> so we. So we figured out what is going on in uh, in this minute, which is <laughs> all of a sudden we. It's turned it became into a an entirely different song. movie for a moment. Yeah, <laughs> one one which is slightly more entertaining, I would say. Um, anyway, I think I think we've uh, I think we thoroughly covered this minute. <laughs> Uh, I don't think there's anything else uh, to say. I would say anything to plug. Gina, I know that you have a couple of things that you do. Yes, I have a um, a blog in which I spend way too much time writing about um, 70s and 80s television. It's tunein.tonight at tumblr.com. And then I also do horror movie reviews at thehorrorwithin.com. I have a monthly column at Rhymes with Nerdy uh, called This Seems Interesting, where I write about interesting stuff from history. And uh, I review uh, old 50s and 60s TV for Cinema Knife Fight. They're fun. And can we follow you on Twitter? Uh, yes, at Matt underscore seems. Uh, and I've just actually started using Twitter again. Um, so I am at porcelain 72 on this podcast before i said that chris barron from the spin doctors was following me on twitter yeah well he stopped following me on twitter he's a tease i don't like him anymore (laughs) i think he is what they like to call a follow back girl uh (laughs) 
And if you don't follow him back, he just unfollows you straight away. I did follow him back. He's just a tease. Oh, that's even worse. That's a terrible thing to do. You, that's didn't, a you, didn't, you didn't tweet about your, your love of uh, Spin Doctor's music enough for his satisfaction. <laughs> well, I never did once, and he followed me for some reason. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me, uh, Gina. Thank you. And Spencer. Danke. Uh, it was great having you back. Thank you very much for listening. This was Minute 43 of The Cast Next Door, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. Thanks for listening to A Talking Cast Presents The Cast Next Door. I was your host, editor, producer, Darren, with my guests, Spencer Seams and Gina Redler. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at First Ed Iliad, or download new episodes from thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com, or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Artwork by Josh Hollis. The Boy Next Door is owned by Blumhouse, Smart Entertainment, New Eureka, and Universal Studios. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015. 15, all rights reserved. This is a first edition?